Dancer Live. Hi, I'm Rick Dancer. Welcome to Get Real with Rick Dancer. Yes, we're here in my studio. This is my studio. It's my office studio. And uh, I got a couple friends here with me. Um, well, friends as of 30 minutes ago. And I'll, we'll introduce, have them introduce themselves in a minute. But first, I want to let you know that this is sponsored by Buck Sanitary Service. Um, the other day, I called Scott Weld and Lisa. Uh, they run the place. They just want people in our community to be having conversations. And that's what we're doing today. We're going to tell you about, uh, I'm sure all of you have heard, a, a bunch of you have heard uh, about the Springfield teacher uh, who was put on administrative leave for passing an email that was, their email was somewhat critical of critical race theory. Um, no opinions, just passed the email, got put on administrative leave. And that would be Curtis right here. Tell him your name, Curtis, who you Curtis are. Curtis Crossway. Yeah, I'm a fourth grade teacher for 20 years at Thurston Elementary. And uh, glad to be here to speak out against censorship. And this is Chad. And Chad works for Willamette. Uh, I did work for Willamette Leadership Academy in Springfield as a charter school uh, under Springfield uh, Public Schools. And you were fired. I uh, sent out a mask, uh, or uh, I sent an email out against masks, uh, as well as speaking out against socialism and Marxism. And so then that, you, you totally lost your job. Yeah, I, I got fired within an hour of sending that email. So, so Curtis, yours has been, both of your stories have been all over the internet and really um, talked about. So Curtis, why don't you tell me what, what, what kind of happened with you? Well, critical race theory was brought up at the Springfield High School three weeks ago or so. And at the last Springfield Public uh, Board meeting on Monday, my wife and other people gave comment, public comments supporting or not supporting critical race theory. The uh, school district does not have live meetings now. They're still on Zoom. So those are put into a handout that the school board then puts into their website. So on Thursday, I decided to share with my staff what the uh, an update from the school board meeting, telling them that critical race theory was brought up and that as educators, we need to know what our Oregon Department of Education is supporting and what our um, unions are supporting for us to teach. And I shared a link to all the public comments because they're very hard to find. I don't think they really want us to be voiced. And these were comments in favor and, and not in favor. Yeah, all the comments that were public information. And I gave a link to that and then I posted one of those public comments and said, educate yourself on what is being taught. And so what, what did, how did this happen? So what happens next? I mean, you're in your classroom or what, what do they do? Yeah, about, Two hours later, I get a call from the principal to go down to the office. I go down there, I find some district employee employees there talking to me and they say I'm being put on a two day administrative paid leave. And I was escorted out of the building, told to go, I went up to the class with an escort to get my stuff. The students are gone with about an hour left of the school day. So they don't know what happened to Mr. Crossway. They weren't able to say goodbye to a teacher who have been, has been with them this whole difficult year with doing the Zoom classrooms and Zoom meetings and all of this. So I'm just really not thinking this was the best way to handle it for the kids, especially. So what was their reason? I mean, like you were putting on your administrative leave for what? Um, well, for speaking out. I think the censorship in this so, country so that, is so, so speaking out now is a, a way to put somebody on administrative leave. For oh, yeah. If you and don't. You did, but did you really speak out? You just, you pushed the... You put the, 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 the things on that. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not like you stood up in your classroom and said critical race theory is wrong or you didn't put out a message and say critical race theory is wrong. Read this. Um, yeah, the email I sent was just saying here's the here's the information. You know what's being discussed in our district. 
and to uh, look at the views, if you want to, of the public and from public comments. So, Chad, tell me what happened with you. Uh, well, uh, I ended up uh, receiving uh, shortly before starting a Zoom call uh, an email from a district official, uh, something that I didn't really agree with. So I decided to speak out and uh, sent an email. Um, basically describing that what he was claiming as American values, I didn't really agree with. Um, I felt that they were uh, Marxist in nature. And uh, then I spoke out against the masks as well, um, said that there is no really scientific evidence to support having uh, them on our kids. And I wanted to have a conversation about it. So that wasn't in the classroom. No, I never talked about it in the classroom. Um, I only It was only in an email address to one person. So it's an email addressed to a district a district leader, and you got fired for that. Yeah. And it, so it was expressing your opinion to a district leader that got you fired. Right. And you don't even work for the Springfield School District. You work for Willamette Leadership Academy. Leadership Academy, but that's chartered. This is what I did not know. So that's chartered. I knew it was chartered under the Springfield School District, but I did not know that then the school district, Springfield School District, has the right to fire you when you don't when you work for a charter school. Well, what, what they ended up doing is they sent an email to one of Wyoming Leadership Academy's um, officials, and she ended up getting um, in touch with uh, HR. And within an hour, I was, I was terminated. Wow. Now they claimed it was administrative leave, but uh, the following Monday they they fired me. Um, go ahead. Well, Larry, thanks for that kind words there. And uh, we are just sticking up for the people who are afraid to speak up because they will lose their jobs. And me and my wife feel like God has put us in this position now that we can stand up and we are not afraid. And whatever happens to us, we're going to deal with that. But we need to stand up for our children and for America because this is an attack on our children and they're using our children to push a socialist idea and we've seen it for a year and a half, and it's time for us to stop it now. If we wait another six months, it might be too late. So what, what's, what's kind of scary about this is that for you guys just having a different opinion from what I've had since your case came out, because yours was the more vocal case, um, I've had teachers emailing me, um, and one teacher emailed me an email like this long of saying, we have to go to seminars, we're, you know, we're told what to think. Um, you know, we, we're, we're, it's like being indoctrinated is what she said. Um, and, and everybody's afraid. Well, here's the thing. No child should be taught that they are oppressed or an oppressor based on their skin tone. That is wrong. That is racist. That is going to say, this is segregation at its highest we've ever seen in our country. And you have mixed race children. I do, sir. So tell, talk about that. And your yeah. wife has mixed. So this is a second marriage. Yeah. And your wife has Puerto Rican children. And yeah, I was married to a black woman for 14 years. I have biracial kids. I have a son serving in the Air Force right now for our country. And if people are willing to serve their country, to fight and die for it, and millions have, we're not going to sit here on our haunches and not let, let this happen. So I am here to fight for the people who are not having a voice. Censorship should not be something questionable in America. This is the United States of America. This isn't a third world country. So what do you guys say to people like um, who support uh, critical race theory, um, who are saying, well, we, you know, we, we need to bring black history into this. We need to show more uh, about what has happened to black people. You're teachers, so you know what you're teaching or we're teaching. Well, we learn, we study history so we don't repeat it. 
And they have tried to erase history is what the, some groups have been doing in America for the last year and a half. We never need to have another civil war. We fought and came together as America and knew that this was a country because united we stand, divided we fall. And that's what they're wanting to do. The people who are going to benefit and are loving this is our enemies. Our enemies are loving the division that's happening in America. And unless we come together, this is going to uh, bring in socialism. You started reading this. <laughs> and does that what I'm reading this. This is from Brett and Denise Hinkle Wildrick. My daughter, who is autistic, asked me the other day if a white girl and a black boy were twins like her and her brother. She does not understand the garbage divisiveness. And, and I, I was watching a, a, a show and a, a black man was saying, my kids don't know. They don't have white friends that they play with or yellow friends or red friends. Exactly. They just have friends. And that's how kids, maybe we need to have, maybe the kids need to be teaching the adults um, what, 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 um, you know, yeah. non-race theory or, or just how to, how to accept people for people. And, um, it's insane. So what ha has, when you go back into the classroom, then either one of you, they'll say, Chad, you get back your job. I mean, what do you, how do you do that? Knowing what you, you, you say that, you know, uh, you go back with your head held up high and you continue uh, standing up for what's right. You stand up for the children. Right, Curtis. Yeah, I think we need to have a love for our country. The We should elect officials in America who love our country. And there's too many elected officials. We should use this as a litmus test for any official who's wanting to take public office. If you agree with critical race theory, you're supporting socialism, which is trying to discontinue our constitution and our country. And we can't elect people like that for the freest country in the world. Millions of immigrants come to our country each year because it is the best place to live in the world. Least racist country in the world. And any immigrant will tell you that. And they totally support our country, do not support defunding the police, and they support our constitution. You know what I think is interesting about well, this? This is a, a Springfield custodian says she's afraid every day for a job I'll get fired because I'm outspoken daily. And I'm assuming that's a woman. But... Um, I don't know the name on there. But. Well, I've heard stories of kids also being afraid to wear anything American because they're going to be targeted at their school because of the, 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 the I don't know, the society that we live in now that is so um, wanting to spread hate and racism. Well, they, they want to spread division. They want, they want everyone under a different banner. They want everyone under a white, black, yellow Red. They want everyone divided where we should go together as Americans. We all should unite under one banner under the American flag. We shouldn't be, uh, you know, uh, achieving go or pursuing goals that aren't um, unity. And uh, all, all of all our educational systems are doing right now are dividing our kids as well as our teachers. And there's no conversations being had, especially since everything's uh, over Zoom. That, that's that's I, I, yeah I think that's been a real COVID's been a real problem with this because um, and, and the legislature as well is you're having meetings happen people aren't going to sit there on a Zoom meeting for two hours but you might go to a real school board meeting and make comments and I think a lot of business um, is being done I know in the legislature I won't speak for the school boards because I don't know enough about what's going on there but I know in the Oregon legislature a lot of business is being done when you guys aren't there in fact tonight at five o'clock. 
Um, I'm going to have two representatives from the Oregon House on here talking about a bill that's going to—it's three hundred million dollars that they're not supposed to have that belongs to us, and they're trying to get it. And these people are going to explain what that is when Oregon is having the biggest revenue bomb in the ever this year. And they're still going after $300 million of supposed to go back to taxpayers. So you need to be paying attention really closely to what's going on here. So have you, have you run into haters? You guys, have, have you, uh, I mean, are you, have you had people coming on your page that are not happy with you? Well, I'm uh, I'm not uh, active anymore socially. So you're not a social, not, you're not a social uh, activist. No, not on uh, not on uh, I don't have anything on uh, online. I did have some, an email sent to my F to my school email and it was very hateful and called me a racist and we expect that because uh anybody who's going to speak out just like dr king who spoke out against racism they're going to have haters they're going to have people who don't want that to happen but we need to know that when you're standing up for right and you're standing up for the children of america that you're doing the right thing and you're going to have haters that don't want to have unity in the united states um i wish our President would have more unity there, but I am calling out Joe Biden right now to ban critical race theory. Hashtag Biden ban CRT. And he, I'm just going to throw this at you. He's not going to do that. We will know whether he supports America or supports socialism. So what what do you say to, to the, the, the people who aren't commenting on here, um, who are standing back and watching because they're going, oh, my gosh. And, you know, there's going to be people who think, well, yeah, these are three white guys and they're all out there uh, talking against critical race theory. And um, what are, you know, you're the problem. It keeps, they keep throwing it back on the color of our skin, well, which is what's bothering to me. I would say watch Newsmax. There are great Americans on there every day of multiple diversities that are talking about these issues and are standing up for our, us as Americans. So if you want to educate yourself, and I strongly believe the mainstream media is the problem of all of this. They are pushing their narratives. They give you a censored look at what the news is. They cut things out, but you need to educate yourself. And if you want to know uh, what's really happening in America, watch more independent news. This, uh, what's going to happen is people are going to start pulling their kids out of public schools and public schools will be no more. Um, I think, uh, Risha, I don't know how to say your name. I'm guessing. I hope that's right. Um, I, I was listening to a radio report yesterday or the day before, and it was either 1.3 or 1.6 million children have been pulled out of public education since COVID. And the, the reasons that they were listing were uh, because parents were seeing more of what their kids were learning in school because of Zoom, which so maybe this is a good thing, but they're seeing more of what's going on in the schools and they have less trust for. Um, I don't think it's the teachers. And, and, but I think they see the powers that be, um, and, and, and it's getting so political, you know, I mean, when we did that video, uh, there was a video that was being passed around in Springfield high school and, uh, talking about critical race theory. And we just had a, a discussion with uh, somebody who supported it and Derek on here who doesn't support it. And, uh, you know, I didn't, couldn't get anybody from the district on and nobody would talk about it. And when people don't talk about things, it makes me really. It makes me really leery. I'm a reporter. And I think that's what people need to start using their critical brain and start asking questions. Derek Bryant, I'm black and I'm against it. Yeah, we, we've heard from you, Derek. If you cannot see it, then you are the problem. Pam, what does that mean? I'm just putting up your comment. 
Um, I talked I talked to a 15-year-old that was taught CRT in class this year at a school. There's a lot of people on here. Read your district's bylaws and form parents' quorums. Well, one thing I think you can do, I, I think one thing we have to learn out of this whole thing is that, um, and, and I'm going to put the blame on us as human beings, as people in this community, is we have not been watching and we've been apathetic and we haven't been paying attention. And when the school board thing comes up and it's just, oh, there's school board members. Okay, vote, vote, vote. Oh, I like their name. That sounds pretty. And you're just not, you're not taking charge of what you're doing. And I was listening to a speaker, um, a national speaker the other day say, if you want to make change in your community, you start at the local level. You start by getting involved on a power board or you get to get in a, 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 a you know, some kind of a board with the city, a public works board, something like that, a school board, and you start going in there because that's where the real power starts. Everybody wants to go, oh, I want to be governor or president. Um, the real power sources are in the communities like that. And that way you get people. And I I honestly believe we need people that, that think CRT is right and people that think CRT is wrong so we could have a discussion on the board about what we're going to do and come up with some kind of a, I, I think if everybody, I mean, I, I hope you agree with this. If we sat down and went, okay, what are the good things? What do my kids need to know about the difficulties of being a black American or a Hispanic? And, and, and we don't just talk about black Americans. I think we need to talk about what about Hispanic Americans? You know, um, what about um, the, the Latino population for those who go by Latino? Um, you know, what about uh, gay and lesbian people in our community? Um, and, and then you come up with a program that says, let's take down the walls instead of building up more walls. Why are we doing that? I don't understand. This is just taking down one wall and putting up another one. So it's no longer racist um, to, to discount white people, but it's, it's um, and I don't know, that doesn't make, I'm sorry, that just makes absolutely no sense to me. We'll go to back to what you were saying about the, uh online learning this year, besides getting to see all the kids as pets, because they could just holler, hey, mom, bring the dog in. I, they parents did get to see what is being taught. And this is probably maybe the biggest blessing of this, that they now are standing up and seeing that our children do not need to be taught hate and racism and to see themselves as uh, not proud to be an American. I mean, this is the greatest country in the world and we need to make sure that we keep it that way by making everyone lifted up when you put america first you put minorities first also you put everyone first and well and what if it, if i think if you put people first and you're yes. and you're going what about the, what the all people in this country need and um i i don't think you i don't think you build up one group of people by tearing down another yeah. one it doesn't work and so, you know, I think now somebody, where was Chris McAllister? I knew this was going to come up, so I wanted, I wanted Chris on here. He's very active. Please research Newsmax and its origins. Their talking prompts in CRT are from Turning Point USA, a right-wing organization that tries to influence high schools and school districts for conservative values. Um, so uh, you, um, I honestly... I don't trust any of them. That's <laughs> just me. I don't. I work in the business. I I will go online and find my own information. I don't trust any of them. But don't get in that battle. Um, I trust me. The whole focus on CRT is to look at the system level concerns and to avoid accusing individuals of engaging in racism. Nancy, I don't. That, that's not what I see. And Nancy and I are friends, and she's a good lady, and she understands a lot about education. But Nancy, I see it as pitting white people against black people and black people against white people. And, and I'm reading the same curriculum you are. And um, 
I think that's what they like to have it say, but I, that's not what it says to me. And uh, I'm going to completely disagree with you on that. Well, what we need to be teaching kids is love and respect. And I think respect is the biggest thing that has been lacking in this country for the last year and a half. If we're in, in critical race theory is if you can all the things teaching not to respect police officers and in which I strongly support that most cops are doing their job every day and they show up regardless of who you are and they do the best they can under difficult circumstances and want to only get home to their families every night. Okay, hold on. I'm re Thank you so much for standing up for our children. COT does not tear down people. It focuses on challenges that are in the system. I don't, I don't agree, Nancy, but I'm going to give you your voice. Um, I like when people disagree. Um, well, I just want to see if they do not agree that it's based on Marxism. Ask them that. Well, Everything you, I've seen you, is based on Marxism. You just did. I don't have to do that for yes. you. You have your own voice on my In show. every country who's ever tried socialism, it has not worked. I mean, so you don't see people fleeing America to go to Cuba, socialist Cuba on a raft. And that's why millions of Americans are trying, or immigrants are trying to come here every year because this is the land that you can do whatever you want through hard work. We don't judge. And every immigrant, I've talked to probably 30 or 40 immigrants in the past year and a half, and they all do not support critical race theory, the defunding of the police, and they love America. So how do we get past, um, this is this is like the best for me, um, especially Nancy having you on here. She says it's not based on Marxism. So hold off for just a second. I, how do we get past um, kind of this tit for tat thing? Um, and I don't, and I'm, I'm asking. I, I don't know. This is what I, I just I tire of. I think that sometimes we don't come to solutions because everybody has their opinion on what things are. Well, let me and, quote Morgan Freeman here. I think he says we'll never end racism until we stop talking about it. And just, we're all Americans here. Going back to teaching, um, you know, under the American flag and start teaching our kids to, uh, you know, honor our country and uh, love our country because uh, uh, we have a rich history of uh, veterans like myself who uh, have stood up and uh, gone overseas and fought and uh, some have died. Um, and I think a lot of the uh, kids now in our schools, they don't uh, understand what a lot of these people have done in their history uh, for our freedoms. So um, that's definitely something I believe that we should be teaching more in our schools is, uh, you know, what, what has actually been lost in our country and the reasons why we fight under that flag and we stay united under that flag. So Chris says, and I just want to put people, anybody that's disagreeing, I want to make sure I get them up there. And I do agree with you on this, Rick, Chris, a lot. Um, labels aren't helping. I think if we could get past, um, I don't know, maybe that's another show. I just, I, I feel like we always get trapped in, um, I'm right, you're wrong. And um, how do we get back to just people? You know, like it, what, what, what is really truly best for our kids? Is it good for, I was watching a video the Washington Post put out and I was appalled um, that I'm supposed to be ashamed because I'm a white person. Um, and, and, and please, can, can I just ask people out there who hate me um, just to um, let me speak. And, um, you know, I, if, if you want me to be real and just ask questions, that's what I really want to do. And so if you have this urge and it's not Chris or Nancy or people like that, but some people come back and then they'll come after me and you can twist this into whatever you want it to be. 
but why should I have to feel guilty for being a white guy? Um, I have friends in the black community. I have friends in the Latino community. I have friends in the gay and lesbian community and none of them give a shit about this stuff. And, and, and I, I should not have to feel, and, and, and how do you tell someone in the white community they have privilege when they are making 20,000 a year, not me, 20,000 a year living in a trailer park and, and struggling to get by? How can you tell them that they have white privilege simply because of the color of their skin? Well, then wouldn't that be judging them and basing life on a race? I, I, those are the questions we need to sit down with people of, of all colors and sexualities and orientations and all that stuff and, and come to some kind of discussion. And, but the problem is, I think, I don't think that the people really behind this are not Chris and Nancy and Derek and, and some of the local, you know, people like that. I think what this really, it's a bigger, it's, it feels like a big propaganda thing where it's trying to divide us again. And I don't want to divide. I want us to find ways to come together instead of keep doing this. And, 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 but you can't do that when you take a whole group of people and say, you can't be in the conversation. You wouldn't understand because you're white. Well, then how, what's that telling me? Well, I think not to try that I can't, that I, I don't, I'm not supposed to try anymore. But I think it, you know, what we do have, we have an American privilege here. We were privileged to be born in America. And I was privileged to have a father who taught me to work hard, busted my butt every time I got out of line, held me accountable, expected high things of me, made me work, gave me a good work ethic. And I do feel like I was blessed to be born in this country. So Derek Bryant says, work hard, surround yourself with good people. Don't do drugs. Be honest. Believe in God in your life will be better outcome regardless of your race. Nancy says CRT has been cast at as the evil, I think is what she meant. CRT is an advanced theory that is at a high academic study. That is not what is happening in the schools. I inherently disagree. Yeah, it's being pushed in the universities. When I was in college, I remember I'm talking about this and it's had a lot of different names uh, and the school district will call it in lots of different things, social justice but it's all to divide and to segregate. And anything that's trying to divide our nation is not good for our nation. We need to come together and love one another. I fly a flag on my truck that says, peace, love, and happiness. It has a huge smiley emoji face on there. And we need to love each other. The children deserve this. We need to do what's best for kids and not teach them that their skin color has any influence on anything that they're going to become in life. Because hard work, and determination and having people around you. We need to have better community sources. We need to have mentoring programs because too many kids don't have good parents at home or parents who are going to hold them. We need better teaching for parents. I suggested to the school district that we start teaching parenting classes to middle school and high school kids because who knows when one of those students might become a parent themselves. William Lockhart, I hope you take this the right way. I love you. <laughs> You're the man. I, I totally agree with you. CRT will inadvertently cause individuals to choose sides, thereby further pigeonholing people. Destroying barriers should be the focus, not building new ones. Thank you. That Absolutely. is the best thing that I have heard. I may end up stealing that from you um, and uh, using that because I think that's exactly how I see it is 
you are, and, and I like how you gave benefit of the doubt, inadvertently caused. That way it's not a, let's just say this isn't some grand scheme for those of you who don't believe that it is. And, but there, so it inadvertently, if you, if you watch it and read it and really listen to what it is, I was listening to a show the other day and they defined what the, what the organizers, the original organizers said it was, and this is exactly what it is but to inadvertently cause individuals to choose sides. So I don't want people, and what we should be doing, um, love and all the stuff you're talking about is great, but really, to me, it's destroying the barriers that, that divide us. You know what I mean? And so, you know, I think the best way to understand people, if, if you don't, you know, I, I years and years and years ago, I came up with this plan, um, and, and it said, Okay, hold on. I'll tell you that in a second. First, I want to put this up. Jenny, are you against teaching social justice? And what does that mean? What does social yeah. justice mean? I, believe, I guess it's the definition. I, well, here, I'll just go take a stab at it. Um, the, the media picks their narrative, and then they push it and push it and push it. If you believe in statistics and good old common sense, you know that uh, this is not a systematically racist country. If everybody has cell phone cameras and the only thing you can find is four or five incidences a year where there's questionable police brutality against someone, that statistically is not systemic racism. There are millions of police encounters every day. Please do not go out trying to target people to kill them. I mean, this is a made up media that's trying to sell it to you. So, Christina, that's a really good point too. How do you teach and grow if you don't learn about each other? Um, you know, um, and what I heard in this Washington Post video was as a white guy, I'm supposed to go shame myself for doing something that I didn't do. And I, that just, it's all, you know, to me, it's like, no, what I need to do is, so let me give you my program. So this is how it works. It's called the free lunch program. So you, if you think you don't like gay people, take a gay person to lunch. If you think you don't like lesbians, take a lesbian to lunch. If you think you don't like transgender, take a transgender to lunch. If you think you don't like Republicans, take a Republican to lunch. If you think you don't like Democrats, take a Democrat to lunch. If you don't like independents, take an independent to lunch. If you don't like the Green Party, take the Green Party to lunch. If you don't like black people, take a black person to lunch. If you don't like Jews, take a Jew to lunch. And here's the part, shut your mouth. Sit in that lunch and listen to what they say. And if you're thinking of what to say while they're talking, that means you're not listening. You have to not be thinking of anything that you're going to respond back to them. You just listen to what they say and you pay for the lunch. There's no government subsidies. There's no program. There's no grants available to pay for your, I'm taking other people to lunch thing. This is something you do on your own. And then you start hanging out with people of different colors. You start hanging out with people that aren't like you. I have some of the most wonderful gay and lesbian friends on the planet, and I love them dearly. And they are so kind to me and wonderful to me. I have tons of black friends, um, people in the Latino community. Um, I don't go out and look for friends in different places. Somebody came on here the other day and was like, oh yeah, I'm sure you went out and found that black man, that Derek guy, so you can put him on your show. And then I showed her a picture of Derek and me having coffee like two days before because we really are friends. So it's like, screw you. Um, you know, and, and how many, how, so how many black friends do you have? How many people do you really hang out with, lady? <laughs> you know, and instead of doing that, if we all took that time and instead of doing CRT and trying to dis disqualify people, 
what if, um, you know, the other night I had Isaiah Wagner on here and as Isaiah and I don't, he's a, a black gentleman. Um, he was involved with the riots. He was actually the guy who tried to stop the white people from burning down Eugene. And he's a black man because it was kind of ruining the message of the cause. And um, so he and I become friends and we don't agree on all this stuff, but I can ask him in a heartbeat to come on a show and he's there and he'll say exactly what he thinks. And I like that. But that's what we need to be doing. Not the CRT thing where we're drawing, dividing people more, but finding ways to bring people together. That's my own opinion. And if you don't like it, just don't even comment. Just leave. Well, um, I think another thing, they, they, people need to educate themselves. They're, they're, based, they're getting this information from the media, which isn't all that truthful. If you've been paying attention, they've been wrong about a lot of things lately. And then use the common sense test. I mean, does this make common sense? Is this what's best for America? Is this what's best for our children? And if it's no kid, like I said earlier, no kid should be told they're an oppressor based on their skin tone. And it's ridiculous to blame a white child for slavery. It'd be as just like blaming a Japanese child for Pearl Harbor. I mean, it doesn't make sense. So Nancy says, accurate is based on facts, historical facts, such as the fact that Oregon was established in a way that seriously inflicted harm on black people. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the children that are being born. We today. learn from history so we don't repeat it. So yeah, Nancy, that's what that, that's another argument and, and that I do not understand. It's because, um, you know, is that saying, and I'm asking, so the people, and you know, and yeah, I'm taking a risk here, but I'm going to ask because I think we have to talk about this stuff is my parents and my grandparents and my great-grandparents, who I, I knew all of them, or most of them, um, none of them, we didn't have any slaves and they never treated um, black people horribly. Did they learn over the years there were terms that we don't use anymore? Yeah. And um, just like within the, in the disability community, the R word used to be a very prominent way to describe people with a certain disability. And we have learned over the years that is not appropriate. So, but in terms of having slaves, no. So I'm not, I'm not feeling bad. I, I hate that that happened in our country, but there were slaves in Africa. There are still slaves in countries all over the world. Yes. And, and, and I think we have to look at this and go, you know, instead of keep bringing, this is what bothers me, Nancy, about all that. Now, now, well, okay, that's a fact. And we should be teaching that to our kids. But in instead of tearing down statues of people who weren't racist, who were just people who were in our country, why don't we put up more statues of African-Americans or not African-American, black people. I, they don't want to be, you're not African, you're Americans, you're black Americans or Hispanic Americans or, or people of different. So we uh, let's teach that history in our schools, not tear down somebody else's and, but put it all together and make it factual. I, I'm all for that, but I don't think you do that by continuing to go back and say, and, and I hear this all the time, people come back, oh, I'll write something about, man, rural Oregon really understands. Oh yeah, so we go back to the 1920s when people were doing this, this, and this. That's not, you're the one taking us back. I'm trying to move forward. So instead of building walls, I'm trying to tear a wall down and move forward. It's not building a wall to ex excommunicate me because of the color of my skin, which is racism, out of the conversation. It's to say, Rick, can I sit down and teach you some of the things that I feel, which is what Isaiah and Derek and people like that do, how I've been treated. That's going to forward the mission if we have the mission is all the same rather than keep bringing. That's like me to me. That's like saying, um, God, I don't know if I can do that. 
Well, we need to I, keep going back to what Dr. King taught, that we should not be judging people by their skin tone. We should be judging by our character. And character is what matters. And everyone needs to take an honest look at themselves. When things happen to you, was it because of the characteristics you were, the character you were portraying there? Or, you know, so your, your actions do matter in life and you need to be showing love to everyone. And um, Dr. King and Obama had some good points in his 2004 speech where he talked about we're not a black America, white America, Hispanic America, Asian America. We're the United States of America. Yeah. Until we stop trying to divide ourselves, uh, we're not going to be that United States that we want to be and strive to be for our children. And Deanna, I would, uh, you said we're not there anymore. Leave the past in the past. And I think um, like what these educators have been saying is we leave the past behind, but we never forget. And we make sure that that past is part of our curriculum so that our kids do understand that there was a time in this country um, that was, was horrible and that this is what people believed. And that is what should be taught in our schools. Um, so it's not forgetting the past, because I think sometimes people uh, who, who hear this want to think, OK, so you just think we should just move on, just move on. You know, no, that's not what we're saying. We're saying but we need to move ahead, really. And that's taking the past, putting it in, in there and, and making it part of everything we know um, so that when we do run into people, you know, uh, and, and when we are talking about police with, with uh, African-American people and black people, that they are more cognizant of that, okay, I need to be sure and, and make sure that I'm not pulling people over. You know, because I have a lot of black friends who do get pulled over a lot more than I do. and. You know, so there is there is problems, but I don't think dividing us is what's going to settle that. And the other thing I think is really is like white people need to we need to break down the, the wall and then get the hell out of the way. You know, I have a friend who's disabled. Uh, it's not disabled. That's bullshit. She has Down syndrome. And she said to me one time, um, Rick, there's a glass wall between you and me. And I pound and I pound and I pound and I can't break it. So what I need you to do is I need you to break that wall for me and then just get out of the way so I can walk through. But what we do as white people is we then try to guide people to here, let me help you. She has, Amelia does not need my help. She just needs me to break that wall down and then let them go through and do and be part of culture and change what we are. You know, it's not it doesn't have to be this hard, I don't think. No. And, but it, there's some evil working here, and we need to stand up for what's right for our children because uh, we, if we don't do this now, I don't think it, I think it's going to be too late in another year. Our country will not be recognizable as the, the great place it is if we don't stand up now and take a fight. So we're hoping that today at 4 o'clock we're going to have thousands of people come up to the Springfield District building right there by City Hall in Springfield to have a rally. We're going to be... Uh, there from 4 to 5.30, and we're protesting um, racism. We want to end that, and let's start it right here today in Springfield. And Nancy, I want to make sure, because your comments, um, you're addressing things. You said, look up CRT online. You'll find conflicting information at this time point in time. And I, I agree with you. You'll find a lot of conflicting information. And what people should be doing is looking up all the conflicting information, not just the stuff that they want. And I'm not saying you're doing that, Nancy. I think we all do that to a point. Um, and then Chris and Nancy are on here inviting each other to lunch. <laughs> Chris says, I don't 
What, I like I like this. Chris says, I don't dislike Nancy, but feel like I should take her to lunch. And Nancy says, I'd be happy to go to lunch. Now, the other thing, too, to do is, and I'm not saying, but I think you guys are kind of close in what you're doing. The, the real challenge is find somebody who completely disagrees. I'll set you up. So, Chris, you should be going out to lunch <laughs> with Curtis. Um, and, right. and there's that's how you really do the lunch. And you're see, because even there, you guys are kind of you're kind of doing, you know, oh, well, they're safe. I'm safe with that lunch. You need to go out with an unsafe lunch um, with somebody who's very safe, but that is going to have a completely different opinion than you. I think that's a really good example. Come sing karaoke with me sometime. <laughs> All right. Um, we're talking about the past, Nancy. OK, there are so many people. So here's the deal again. Tonight, there is a rally. And um, it's going to be four o'clock, right? Springfield yes. School District office. Are they have a meeting tonight? Uh, no, it's just you're just going there. We're just doing it. Okay, so you're just showing up there. Um, if people who disagree with that are, you know, then you guys should have another rally sometime, and I will push it out there for you if you want to, and and tell you about it. Let's have it really peaceful out there tonight, and make sure everybody's just there to get educated and understand better, and to show some solidarity in some ways, and maybe we can get this thing changed. But I think the school district. You know, I would say this is just a private guy. I think the school district, um, you need to understand there's a lot of parents that are not happy about this. And uh, you can't just sweep it under the rug. And um, and there's a lot of parents that are on all sides of issues that are that are really un, not too, too tickled about this. And you need to come up with maybe a better plan. And what might work as a guy who's in communications is uh, maybe you need to like be really upfront with people and tell them what your goal is and what the motive is. And um, that this is even being, when, when that video came out, one of the, the principals said to me, and I, I love him dearly, he's a great guy, but make sure people know what we're doing. And I said, that's your job. You should be sending out a notice saying there's some curriculum that's coming out that may be, quite, may be something you wanna know and that may be something that's questionable. Because see, I think that'd be a great conversation. And hey, Rick, we're gonna send out this video and we'd like you to watch it with your kid and then have a discussion about that so you can talk, decide for yourself what's right and wrong. That's how you do better communication. Um, not by having this come out after the fact and then, you know, trying to get, uh, you know, I don't know, but that, that's, how, that's how I would do it. And I, I would love, I wanna show that to my kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'd love you as a, as a teacher you know, show the video to the class and then ask kids, what do they really think about that? And then bring in somebody like Isaiah, who has a different position on that, and let kids hear why he feels that way. That's education, Absolutely. which is what makes me feel like this is something different. And that's what bothers me. Yeah, I showed my kids uh, the Liberty Kid videos this year in school as a, it teaches the American Revolution War and how we became a country up and it's a 40 series, 20 minute episodes. And I recommend that to any parent and adult to watch. It educated me and the students loved it. And it teaches them how hard our founding patriots worked to get a country that would give it possibility for all to have equal rights eventually. Nothing was going to be perfect at the beginning, but they made amendments in there that then made it possible that we could achieve our goals of having equality for all people in America. Gentlemen, um, it's nice to be in the room with two very ballsy dudes. Um, you are gutsy. And um, I Ooh. think it sets a conversation going. And I, I really feel like more of us need to be. Um, and it's, and, you're, and what I like about both of you, you're not confrontational. You're just going, here's, here's what, how we see it. 
And I think that usually when, when there's an iceberg, usually you guys are the tip. That means there's a bunch more that you can't see underneath there. And, um, and I think people just need to um, offer their opinions. And when you do write the school board, I see people on here saying write the school board. God, be kind. You know, don't yes. write an email like you write, like somebody writes to me where it's like, first of all, Rick Dancer, you're a dumbass and blah, blah, blah. Well, do you think I'm really reading anymore? <laughs> no, you go in the trash can. So I never heard what you were really trying to express. So when you write these folks, remember, one, they work for you. Yeah. Did you hear that part? They work for you. So you're the boss. And two, be very direct with your conversation and firm, but kind. And, and then maybe if enough people write in, they'll start realizing that, um, wow, people in our community really um, need to be more a part of what kind of um, conversation we're going to have in terms of um, race relations and, and all of that. Just an idea. Yeah, Stacy, thanks for the kind words there. Is this God America? bless America. God bless America. All right, you guys. Um, thank you, gentlemen. Um, thank you for setting this up. The real power source is over there. My wife. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys go be kind to each other and yes. don't let down. You have to uh, keep talking. So district office tonight, four o'clock right here at five o'clock. Um, we're going to have two legislators from Salem on talking about something that probably does affect your money. Um, so if you are at the rally, then when you get home, see this lives forever. The dancer never dies. He's always on here. You can just go and watch the video then and educate yourself. Don't miss the rally if that's where you want to go. And I, I, I do not compete with rallies. <laughs> I rally don't. <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Have a good day. Share this on your page too, because um, Facebook's kind of wonky and you guys um, can share it out there for me and, uh, and do a lot of good. All right.